Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti on Progressive Radio Network. And trends this week. Yeah, nothing's going on. Everything is just uh, hunky-dory. Oh, you can't say that anymore. (laughs) Why not? Well, we'll make up why you can't say it, because we're in a dead woke world. We'll make any kind of garbage up we want. I've been at this for 43 years. Began the Socioeconomic Research Institute of America back in 1980. Then it became the Trends Research Institute. And now we're going to call it the Trans Research Institute. Yeah, we'll get, make a lot more money like that, you know? We'll just start talking about stupid stuff. Anyway, in my lifetime, I've never been more concerned about the geopolitical and socioeconomic future than now. We are in dangerous, dangerous territory. I want to start off with the markets. Yesterday, the Fed head, arrogant or ignorant, the motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself, Jerome Powell. I say arrogant or ignorant because going back two years as inflation was skyrocketing, either he was arrogant and lying that inflation wasn't going up because he said it was only, quote, temporary, and that people like myself and the Trends Journal that said, no, this is serious and it's happening and here's why, dismissed, blacklisted from the media, only swallow the crap spewing out of arrogant Powell's mouth Oh, and I forgot the other one over there, Christine Lagarde over there in the EU, the European Central Bank head, formerly the head of the IMF, the International Mafia Federation. No, 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 no. Be proper, Salente. International Monetary Fund. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's not inflation. You're full of baloney. So either arrogant or ignorant, because then they said it was only transitory. Yeah, that's your own power. And now, of course, we got to call it transgendatory inflation. Anyway, yesterday he comes out and says that, well, you know, uh, this is a little bit worse than we thought it was, so uh, we're going to keep raising interest rates. Oh, yeah? Yep. The higher interest rates go, the deeper the economy and the equity markets fall. Period. That's the period. I only put that period in there because that's the crap that used to spew out of the other arrogant boy. The other arrogant daddy's boy, Andrew Cuomo. And I'm renaming the Tappan Zee Bridge after my daddy. It's the Mario M. Cuomo Bridge. And it's only going to cost you moronic taxpayers in New York State about $20 million, $30 million. And you forgot to put the M in there. Take down the signs and put the M in it. Mario M. Cuomo. I can't say the word. But anyway, every time that arrogant clown who launched the COVID war that destroyed businesses, lives, and livelihoods in New York, he'd say something and then he'd say, period. This is what I say, period. Yeah. Anyway, so the reality is the higher interest rates go, the deeper the economy and the equity markets are going to fall. This is the other thing. It was the Federal Reserve that caused and and the and Trump and Biden and others that have caused this economic crisis that's about to become reality. You go back to another daddy's boy, 
Another little arrogant boy born on third base and thought he had a home run with a pair of cojones smaller than a mothball, an ignorant, moronic piece of garbage, scum, lying crap who got us into the Afghan and Iraq war, George W. Bush. America's budget deficit back then was $5.7 trillion. Today, $31.5 trillion. What they've done is they've artificially propped up the economies. The bankster bandits, the feds, from 2000, late 2007 to 2010, the market crash happens, the, the, the Great Recession, the worst downturn since the Great Depression. Yeah, that one? Dumped in $29 trillion into the banking system for the other banksters. Hey, we're too big to fail. You're just a piece of crap. So now, when they started the COVID war back in 2020, they lowered interest rates to zero, and the governments pumped in countless trillions of dollars, at minimum, between Trump and Biden, six trillion, to artificially prop up the equities and the economies. End of story, period. The feds, you know what they're blaming the inflation on? Higher wages. That's right. Not making this up. Wrote, write about it in detail using their quotes and the quotes on Wall Street. They're blaming higher wages. Wages are up about 4.4%. Real inflation, according to John William Shadow stats, is more like 14%, about 14.42%. Wages are way, 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 way below inflation. But that's what they're blaming it on because they don't want to play the plantation workers. They don't want to pay them anything. This is better than the feudal system that they used to have. Better than the, better than the slavery in, in the United States where you had to house and feed the slaves now you give them just enough money to work all day and then get the hell out of here and come back in the morning. 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So let's go back to the markets. If they raise interest rates 50 basis points when they meet in two weeks, the Fed's you're going to see the markets crash. We may have March Madness. Go back to 2000, 23 years ago. The dot-com bust. By the way, in your Trends Journal, in October 1999, we had forecast that the dot-com bust would happen, front-page story, by the second quarter of 2000, which it did. We are on the precipice of the worst geopolitical and socioeconomic crisis in modern history. A lot's going to depend on how much they raise interest rates. If they only raise it 25 basis points when they meet, it's going to artificially keep it going a little bit. But the economy is going to keep going down. You, you got to get this straight. They keep coming out with the numbers about what's going on now. No, no, no. It takes several months before the high inflation, the high interest rates take effect. And all you have to do is look at new mortgage applications. How are they doing? Oh, they're at a 28-year low. Yeah. 28-year low. So we're in for, as I said, 
a geopolitical and socioeconomic crisis, the likes of which are incalculable, as was the damage that has been done by the COVID war, which morons and imbeciles are calling a pandemic. It's not a pandemic, it was a political lockdown. I ask everyone I know this question. How many people do you personally know, personally know that died of COVID? And if you know of anybody, how many pre-existing comorbidities did they have? Were they among the 42% of Americans that are obese? Are they suffering from type 2 diabetes? Are they type 2 diabetics? Were they suffering from respiratory ailments? How old were they? So they're blaming everything on the pandemic. The damage that has been done by the COVID war is incalculable. One of our top trends for 2023 is office building bust. We warned about this three years ago. Totally ignored by the media. Now it's making the news. We want to prepare you so you could prevail and prosper in the times ahead. Because we are entering into very, very dangerous territory. As we speak, I speak, <laughs> the Dow is down 86 points. Gold's taken a hit. Because the dollar's getting stronger, because Powell's signaling more rate hikes. So the stronger the dollar gets, the more it, gold is dollar-based, as the number of commodities are, the more it costs for people to buy it in other countries. However, as I see it, gold is the number one safe haven asset. Because when these economies crash, and again, I do not give financial advice. I'm just telling you what our forecasts are. When this economy goes down, gold is going to go up because the whole global economy is going to crash. They're going to have to keep raising interest rates to stop inflation. And that's where we're at. So I want to, you know, I'll talk about what's going on in other, other ways in, um, in, in other areas of, of the economy, of geopolitics, rather. But the, um, right now, it's, uh, it's about this economy is going down big and hard. And again, the people have no idea what's, what, what's going on here. They have no idea. Because the mainstream news is nothing more than a bunch of junk. Now, all the mainstream media, as we illustrate in this week's Trends Journal, are whores. Nothing more than prostitutes who get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. That's all they are. Nothing more. War whores. That's the cover of the Trends Journal. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, and you'll get the perfect illustration. of who they are and what they are. 
When the COVID war began in China in January 2020, the Lunar New Year, the year the rat, it was quickly transported overseas. And beginning with Italy, power-hungry politicians, again, lacking a scintilla of hard data and scientific proof, locked down entire nations to fight the COVID war. And that's what they called it, by the way. We're going to war. We're going to war. Yep. And the people, you know, as they always do, they marched off to war. History has a long history. History shows how easy it is when you, I'm a Yankee doodle dandy, a Yankee doodle do or die. Yep. They march right off. They follow the orders of their political freaks and they obey the arrogant bureaucrats, or as I call them, bureaucrats, health ministers. Obeyed them what they did, and we warned in great detail that the draconian mandates imposed upon the public was going to bring socioeconomic implications of a magnitude unprecedented in human history. Everything we said that was going to happen has happened. Hey, you like the crime rates? Oh, look at that clown, arrogant guy, uh, uh, Adams. Yeah, put on that, take that mask off when you go into a store so they could see who's robbing you. Yep. The guy that pro-COVID, pro-COVID Adams. No job, no jab, no job. Yeah, him. Anyway. We had sent out several hundred trend alerts to the mainstream media, warning them that the lives and livelihoods of billions would be destroyed. And they were totally ignored. Hey, you like the uh, uh, suicide rates? No, no, no. I like the uh, drug addiction. Drug addiction, it went way up, yeah. How about the crime rates? Oh, yeah, terrific. As I said, when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And among them was our trend forecast, as I mentioned, of an office building bust. It was ignored then, but now it's big news. Commercial real estate has shock coming as return to office plans fall short, CEO says. That was the headline story in yesterday's CNBC. There's an assumption that people like, there's this assumption that people like commuting into central business districts. They don't. (laughs) It's a complete waste of time and money, and they won't want to do it. Mark Dixon, CEO of Flexible Office Company, IWG, said, whoever said people like to commute? Number two, the COVID-19 pandemic, not a pandemic, forced millions of people to work from home. The pandemic did not force millions of people to work from home. That is a complete lie. The lousy, low-life scum politicians forced millions of people to work from home. But we're prostitutes, Salenti. Calm down. Do what we do. Take crap and swallow it, and then puke it out again so the people can swallow it. No, the COVID-19 pandemic did not force millions to work from home. Arrogant Andy Cuomo, Gatsun Gavin Newsom, witless, witless, witmere. How about that slimeball, lowlife, gutless little clown over there in Ohio, all you folks in East Palestine? Yeah. DeWine, Governor DeWine. How can you be so stupid to look up to these clowns and follow them? We're Americans. We swallow crap. We do what we're told. Yep. Then they go on to say there's a shock coming for the commercial real estate industry. Yeah. Technology enabled a fundamental seismic shift. Like this is so old. This is so old. We've written about this three years ago when they began locking down March of 2020 that you were going to see an office building bust. But now it's news. 
So now let's go back to raising interest rates. Oh, yeah, you got all these variable rate loans. You don't got pe- you want people coming back to work? Yep. Hybrid work is the way of the future. Yeah, no kidding. Again, we had warned that when politicians locked down much of the world, children were forced to stay home. And when they did go back to school, which many did not as we detail, they would suffer mental disorders. Besides the drug overdose and suicide rates spiking, again, we warned that crime would soar. As I say, when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And by the way, you saw that mayoral campaign they just had in, in, in Chicago? My kind of town. Not anymore. It's crime town and dead town. Oh, yeah, she lost. Lighthead, lightfoot, lightweight, arrogant, arrogant, arrogant. And they got another clowns that are going to take a place. Again, it's a crime syndicate that people call the Democrats and Repulsivkins. And again, as I said, how about that New York City with the egotistical mayor, Eric Adams, the champion of the COVID war, who forced public servants to get COVID jab and bragged about his COVID-19 booster campaign last September. Now telling people not to wear masks when they go into stores. Because of rising crime, and with a mask, you can't see who the criminal is. I mean, this is, this, this, this wasn't like this. Oh, by the way, again, yeah, this is Adam's quote. We're, we are putting out a clear call to all our shops. Do not allow people to enter the store without taking off their face mask. Let's be clear. Some of these characters going into stores that are wearing their mask, they're not doing it because they're afraid of the pandemic. Not the pandemic. Politicians like you. They're doing it because they're afraid of the police. We need to stop allowing them to exploit the safety of the pandemic by wearing masks, committing crimes. Total BS. First of all, characters, how about crooks and criminals? And about wearing masks? How about the ineffectiveness of them? We have continually detailed the ineffectiveness of wearing masks in the Trends Journal articles, not from us, from people that we're experts in the field and put out the hard scientific data. But that's the BS. Yep. Want some other examples of how the COVID war has killed and, and, and has inflicted great socioeconomic, mental, physical, and geopolitical consequences that are incalculable beyond what I just talked about. Walmart's departure from Portland shines light on rampant property crime. Where was that? Portland, Oregon. KPTV, 6 March, 2023. Oh, yeah, two days ago. Got it? But not a word in their article that the spiking crime rate is a result of the COVID war lockdowns. And as we're forecasting the crime rates and economic decline will get worse. 
Yep. Why? It's going to get worse in another ways. And I started talking about on the economic front. Because in the fight to win the COVID war, the governments that destroyed lives and businesses artificially propped up the economies and equities with countless trillions of free money. And the banks, the buddies assisted them with ultra low interest rates. The facts are clear and they are undeniable. Think about it. Everything's locked down. And the economy going to crap. And all of a sudden, a housing boom drives up prices 40% in the U.S. and across other developed nations. Because people are borrowing money at near record low mortgage rates. And now the average rate, by the way, the average rate is over 7%. Back then, it was like two point something. And on the equity market front, the low interest rates created an artificial surge that spiked up the stock market, which should have crashed as a result of the lockdowns and millions of businesses going out of business. But no, no, no. So we're going to keep cashing in on that cheap money binge. The bigs get bigger. Merger and acquisition activity hits all time highs in 2021. And the markets boom. Oh, by the way. Go back a year ago, March, the Dow's down from last March. S&P is down from last March. The NASDAQ is down from last March. One after another. This thing is over. Very serious what's going on. So I'm selling you this so you prepare for the worst that's yet to come. And if you want, you know, if you want in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trend forecasts and trends analysis, that you cannot find anywhere else, you'd want to subscribe to Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. The new, the new issue just came out. So again, it's over 170 pages. No ads. No ads. Yep. This thing is going to get really, 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 it, it, it's unprecedented. This artificially propped up markets, nothing like this has been done. And by the way, it's been done all, all over, all over, all over the, the world. And Europe is going to get hit the hardest. Inflation in Germany, oh, they had great news. It, 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 inflation dropped in Germany. It, it came down from like 8.6 to 8.5. What are you telling me it went down one-tenth of a point? You're telling me it dropped. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oil and gas prices are going down. Oh, yeah? Energy prices increased 19.1% over there. Across Europe, inflation. As the economy goes down, dragflation, economies go down, inflation goes up. And we're the only ones forecasting that. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. If you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. We'll be right back. Hello, hello, everybody. We're back on Progressive Radio Network. And again, do everything you can to support PRN because PRN is doing everything to support you. And um, get that information from Gary Null because there's no one out there like him. 
that does what he does and, and knows what he knows. Real pro. And I'm honored to be a part of Progressive Radio Network. And again, if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 888-874-4888. You know, um, listening to that, talking about the uh, COVID and how to stay healthy. Yeah, I haven't been sick in, uh, God, in four years because I'm on a whole routine of vitamins and supplements and and when you get from Progressive Radio Network and Gary Null is the kind of you know health that you want to have. No, they never talk about natural healing. It's a, it's banned. You, it's it's not allowed. The drug companies have won the drug war. <laughs> they're, they're the champions. As I said, I call this the COVID war because that's what. The politicians did. There's this guy, Simon Case, another arrogant little nothing of a clown over there, a cabinet secretary uh, over in the UK. And during the COVID war, there's, I'm going to talk about it in a bit, this guy, Matt Han- Hancock, the perfect name for him, Hancock. Um, The headline was that from the Telegraph, Matt Hancock plans to, quote, frighten the pants off everyone about COVID. And this clown that worked with him, this cabinet secretary, uh, Simon Case, said. um, Hancock wrote to Case. um, That I'm going to get stuck in and drive this rollout. He goes and he goes, uh, Case responded, agree. My concern is that we can figure out how to test. What we don't know how to do is get people to isolate. We are losing this war because of behavior. This is the thing we have to turn around. Yep. Get people into isolation. You got it. They went on to laugh about case. Was implicated in a party gate scandal when it emerged that a party had been held in his private office. Junior colleagues are reportedly furious. The case did not have to pay a penalty for the lockdown breaking law, breaking parties, despite having to rescue himself from investigation when it emerged. That the gatherings were held in his office. The latest leaked message followed revelations last week that case said, quote, it was hilarious that travelers had to isolate upon return to the UK on February 16, 2021, after holiday make Makers were forced to quarantine when returning from specific countries. Case asked Hancock, any idea how many people we locked up in hotels yesterday? These are the little freaks running and ruining our lives and how people could take orders from these arrogant clowns was beyond me. Hey, we have Joanne from Michigan. How are you? Hi, Gerald. This is Joanne. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What I wanted to ask you about is the mortgage rates being increased. I was looking to buy a house last year, and as the interest rates kept rising and rising, I saw my dream of being a homeowner kind of disappearing. And I guess my question is, how is this helping people. It's making my life miserable. How, what, what is the end game of this? Why, why is this something they're doing? I don't understand it. What they're trying to do is they can't stop inflation. And they're trying to destroy the economy by stopping inflation that they created. And here's what we're forecasting. 
Again, we don't know how much they're going to raise interest rates uh, when they meet again in two weeks. However, they're going to lower them. We're forecasting when they lead up to the 2024 presidential reality show that people call a race of the White House. It's a reality show. They do it all the time. They lower the rates before the election. On For the average person, for the average worker in America, again, the numbers are all there. 64% of the people living paycheck to paycheck. The higher interest rates go, the more it costs to live. And inflation is, is destroying people's lives. The, if you want the real inflation numbers, you go to John Williams Shadow Stats, shadowstats.com. And so to answer your question, it's, it's only going to get worse. But we don't see at this point a, a market crash in housing, a real estate crash. The prices are going to go down unquestionably. But they're not going to crash because they went up over 40 percent. And if they go down 20 percent, they're still going to be up 20 percent. The big crash is going to come, as I mentioned, in the business office business, uh, commercial business sector. It's going to be unparalleled because there were too many offices before they were overbuilt. And now, you know, they're they're. People aren't going back to work. The, the office occupancy rate in the United States, according to Castle, spell with a K, is 50.4%. Uh, so to answer your question, Joanne, the, um, you know, the, the average person in this country is, is destroyed. And the middle, cl- the middle class has shrunk. It was in 1970, 61% of the people were middle class. Now it's 50%. One percent, one percent owns 54 percent of the stock markets. One percent. So what they did, you know, when we were when I was a young guy, they had hardware stores, grocery stores, stationery stores, drug stores. Now they're all chains. So you don't have the mom and pops and middle class building their own their, their own future. And and again, you go back to where our money's going. It's all going to the top whether it's in merger and acquisitions or the military industrial complex. And as I said, I keep saying, if we don't have a new third party, you know, it's, uh, it's just going to be more of the same. Any other questions, Joanne? Well, I guess in general, you're, you're telling me that it's destroying our economy, but then why are they doing it? I mean, it's benefiting someone, right? It's, Benefiting the banks and the lenders? It benefits the bigs. The less competition they have, the more they own. That's what I said. They're all chains now. It's globalization. You had merger and acquisition activity in 2021, the highest on record. Each week in our Trends Journal magazine, we we list the bigs getting bigger. They could care less about the people. As George Carlin said, it's one big club and you ain't in it. They did away with all the laws that used to prevent this. The Robinson-Patman Act, the Sherman Antitrust Act, the Clayton Antitrust Act, the Glass-Steagall Act. One after another. It's a crime syndicate that people call a government. They could care less about the people. That's why they're doing it. And again, they're blaming inflation on raising wages. I'm not saying that. I'm not making that up. That's out of their mouths. So they could care less about the people. Look, when they start these wars, do they send the senator's son? No. It's the plantation workers of Slavelandia. So that's it. Again, nothing else to say. I mean, that's the way I see it. Thank you, Gerald. It's depressing. It is depressing. You have no idea how depressing, depressed I am. You know, I, I got to write about this stuff every week, every day. 
And uh, I surround myself with beauty, by the way. I have my office, I have over 200 plants, and I take care of them by myself. I even clean the place by myself, just to get my mind off, you know, the, the garbage that I got to write about and read about. And it breaks my heart to see what's going on. And, and again, how the people so, so gullibly and gutlessly follow. Again, you're in Michigan. You got Witless Whitmere over there. And nothing, and nothing. I'll tell you what to do. Close down, lock, close down your business, stay at home. Your kids aren't going back to school. And when they go through the school and they're playing an instrument, put them in a tent. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, sir. We'll do it, we'll do it. Amen, yeah. How can people follow? Oh, stand six feet apart. The wind blows exactly in straight lines in six feet. Stand six feet apart. And when you walk into a restaurant, put your mask on. But when you sit down, you can take it off because the virus knows when you're sitting down and it won't bother you. And when you're in an airplane, make sure you wear that mask. But when you eat and drink, you can take it off because the virus knows you're eating and drinking. It ain't going to bother you. And you're sitting right next to a load of people. Look at the crap they make up. Look at the stupidity. And the people followed it. Depressing. You bet I'm depressed. You know, I grew up I grew up at the best time of America. I'm born in 1946, right after the war. And the height, the energy, gone, dead, finished. You got a clown show, they call it. Look at a clown show. Like a little Chucky Schumer, the, the, the senator, with his glasses down on his nose all the time. Little Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell. The clown got more chins than Chinatown. And he tells you what to do. You bet I'm depressed. I'm depressed at the American spirit. That's what I'm depressed about. That people don't stand up and fight. And again, I put my money where my heart and my mind is. I launched Occupy Peace. Gary Null's been a speaker twice at my events. Judge Napolitano, Scott Ritter, Phil Giraldi, one after another. You know, so I fight. I don't talk about it. And that's what everybody has to do. You know, do the best you can. Get in the best shape you can, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. The higher you rise, the greater the fight, and the fight for freedom. And as I say, I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. They suck peace. Peace is a dirty word. Again, I was a speaker at the... Gary, no, play the... Uh, the, uh, the, the, my, my talk when I was at the uh, rally, war against, Rage Against the War Machine rally on February 19th in D.C. And then that little clown of a nothing, Rachel Maddow, he played that clip too, coming out against calling us weird and, and how proud boys were there and this and that. Oh, I want to say something. This is very important. On Friday... The Chancellor of Germany, Olaf Scholz, flew to meet Biden. He had no reporters with him. And when they had the meeting in the White House, there were no staff there. It was just Scholz and Biden and answered very few questions to reporters. And then he flew back. Something's going on between the United States and Germany. This is unprecedented, that they had this two-man summit and no coverage. And to make it clear, there's also the Nord Stream pipeline issue. And by the way, I had a great interview with Cy Hirsch, who reported that the United States blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And you could see the interview on YouTube, the Salenti channel, C-E-L-E-N-T-E, or Trends Journal channel. Now they're saying that Ukrainian 
you know, uh, anti-Russian Ukrainian, not the Ukrainian government, blew it up. This is after he met with Hirsch. Uh, with, uh, with, this came out at, rather after Biden met with Schultz. So they're rearranging the story about the, the Nord Stream pipeline. They came out with this phony story in the New York Times yesterday. Or was there something bigger that went on between the two of them? So this is very important. The world is at war. World War III has begun. If they ramp this up, again, we're, we're concerned about nuclear annihilation. So thank you very much, Joe. And we got Mike from Long Island. How you there, Mike? Hi, Hi Gerald. How are you doing today? Thanks for taking my call. Gerald, I hope oh. I have some good... Um, uh, from New York, I've been at all your rallies on Island. They're all very um, inspirational. And I just want to let you know that on um, in New York State now, if you haven't heard about it, there's a group of concerned citizens that are now going into local boards, have been up to Albany, and they are uh, going against the uh, 2020 elections and now 2022 are very smart, intelligent people at the top of this uh, organization have found massive fraud within our election system. Um, I'm involved with that because of you and Gary Mill. I feel it's another way to give back. Too many of us uh, sit around, listen to uh, you and Gary, and then regurgitate. Uh, I thought it was time that we get out and actually start doing something. I'm wondering if I can tell you the name of the group. Please, yeah. Oh, okay. Name of the group is Audit, A-U-D-I-T-N-Y dot com. And there are some very intelligent people that have taken the last several years uh, out of their lives to fight the big machine. And boy, you will be surprised when you go on there. Yes. That's great. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is a fraud. The whole system is a fraud. And it's been going Absolutely. on. You remember the you remember the two thousand election with with Bush and uh, and Gore, the the uh, oh, hanging yeah. chads in Florida. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember the when uh, JFK won. You know, again, of course, I love JFK, but uh, right. Mayor Daley rigged that one in in Chicago. Yes, and it's still going on. If you go yep. online, you can also speak to the head. There is a woman. I'm sure she'd be love to come on and share the information they have learned. And like I said, it's a grassroots uh, oh, effort on our parts because we're listening to what they have to say and then going out and, you know, hitting the pavement. That's great. That's great. And that's what people have to do. Again, that's terrific. Yeah, I'm going to look them up and... and uh, and find out more about it. By the way, um, we're planning on another rally in uh, a, a, a peace and freedom rally in Kingston. And it looks like May 27th, Memorial Day weekend. It's a Saturday. Very good. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yep. I'm looking and, forward. And we so need more people gonna, to do that. Get tr- involved. No, thanks so much, Mike, you know, for coming up. And I remember, of course, you know, uh, I think we met. Um, yes, you did. I, I'm the cat on the three-wheeler. Uh, I had a, uh, I remember you stopping. You were talking to someone. You, you stopped and you looked at me when I was getting ready to leave and gave me a thumbs up. So uh, I'll be up there again, and I'm hoping to bring people with me. Yeah, it's really important. You know, the, the rally we had in D.C., only about three to 4,000 people showed up. Yes. And, and you think of the names that were there. Tulsi Gabbard, Jimmy Dore. I mean, Jimmy Dore has like, what, 1.5 million followers. Wow. You know, Ron Paul, Tulsi Gabbard, Jimmy Dore, Kucinich, uh, myself, Max Blumenthal. I mean, you know, yeah. and that's all the people that showed up? I know. I know. It, it was disappointing. Very disappointing. But I don't know if weather had it was to a do good with start. it or the that's economy. The other point. Yeah, I, I know people care. I, I was able to watch it on YouTube live. Um, I wasn't able to go down. Uh, what I did is I had to make a choice, and I think that's what people are doing. And I felt it was better that I put my uh, money and that time into these other 
areas. I, I apologize for not being able to get down there, oh, look, but I, I would understand. have been four thousand and one. Saying <laughs> yeah, they had they had a a peace rally in um, in Munich two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. They say Millions. they say fifty thousand people turned out. Oh, okay. All right, that's a country of eighty four million. We're three hundred and thirty two million, and we only get a couple of thousand. You know, so we, we again, there's, there's, we have to bring back the spirit of America and, and progressive radio networks doing it. And, and so are the people that that are tuned into it. And again, do everything you can to support PRN and get those great products that Gary Null has. And if you want to know what in the world is going on, what's next, what to do, you want the Trends Journal. And I'm not bragging. And again, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, and it's only like four. It was about two dollars and fifty cents a week, or something. You know, it's it's nothing. And nothing. there's no magazine right. like it. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee, and we're doing everything. I've never worked harder in my life because we want to give the people the best that we could give them to help them prepare for the roughest times ahead. Thanks so much, Mike, and uh, for for calling in. And I'm looking forward to seeing you. And, and thank you for that information on audit.ny.com, audit.ny.com, and I'm going to look it up because I was the assistant, by the way. I was, the, I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 26 years old. I was there, and I know what a freak show it is. The people that, the people that, um, that are politicians are the people I couldn't stand in high school and college that wanted to be class president or head of the student council. And these are the clowns that are telling us what to do. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And remember, you know, the future is in your hands, so don't drop it. You know, I was mentioning before about this, uh, how, the, how the, you got these little clowns that tell us what to do. And I was mentioning quickly about this Matt Hancock who said that, um, we frighten the pants off people. Uh, and that was, um, and that's when the health secretary, again, they say he was not alone in his desire to scare the public into compliance. The WhatsApp message seen by the Telegraph shows how several members of Mr. Hancock's team engaged in a kind of, quote, project fear, in which they spoke of how to utilize, ready, fear and guilt to make the people obey the lockdown. So there you got it. Very simple. Fear and hysteria. Oh, and then you got that other arrogant little clown boy that used to be the head of uh, uh, CNN, Zucker. Quoted, we took the article from the Wall Street Journal telling his staff as the COVID war is heating up to keep it going because the ratings are going up. Yeah, Zucker. I think they spelled that should change that Z and put another letter in there for him because that's all he is. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye.